Hello and welcome to the Me and My Golf podcast, episode 19. I'm your co-host, Piers Ward, and I'm joined with Mr. Andrew Proudman. How are you, Mr. Proudman? You I'm good? I'm very good, Piers. Thanks to you. Very good, thank you. Right, okay, so we are talking about the 147th Open Championship at Carnoustie. We cannot wait for this. It's the second biggest event of the year for us. Uh, we're going to be talking about the golf course, what the players can expect, what players have won in the past, our predictions, and how you can improve your golf with some of the skills and techniques that the players will be using this week at Carnoustie. So look, we hope you enjoy. Let's take charge of your game. So it's the second most exciting week of the year, Pierce, I think. And the reason I'm saying second most exciting time of the year, week of the year, is because I always think the Masters is the most exciting time of the year because it's a, an amazing tournament and it kicks the golf season off. Yes. But it, look, the Open is a very special... The Open is a very special uh, week, um, and what a golf course this week. It is at Carnoustie, it's the 147th Open Championship. Um, great week last week at the Scottish Open, good to see. It's always like a, um, a good thing to look at, indicator. Scottish indicator of yes. who's on form and who's gonna take that to this week. So it's gonna be an interesting week looking at what happened last week uh, to see who obviously can come out on top. It's interesting as well, isn't it? You know, looking at the players who come and compete, yep. and then you've got guys like, I mean, like Tiger will generally go to Ireland, we, we know. Um, I know DJ was on the golf course yesterday, but you know, it's interesting, you know, so obviously they take different approaches. Some are gonna go, right, I'm gonna compete on yep. a similar golf course, and then the other guys are gonna go, no, I'm gonna get there, you know, a couple of Put days planning, later. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but first of all, did you have a nice holiday? Well, you've been oh yeah, I did. You went to Bermuda, which went the pictures Bermuda. looked horrible. Yeah, horrible looking place, of course. You played some golf as well? I played some golf, yeah. I played some actually decent golf as well. Um, but yeah, it was really good, nice to recharge. But you know what it's like when you go away, you can't just be on holiday and not you, think about work. So I think you missed, you think you missed us really. I years. think you, I missed you. You were yes. glad to get that. I did. <laughs> uh, okay, look, let's, let's talk about Carnoustie then. We were lucky enough to go up there a few weeks ago uh, with TaylorMade to, to do some videos on the golf course, which we've got going out this week on mm -hmm. our website and through social. Um, and it's a it's a fantastic it's a real brutal test, proper links golf isn't it? It's one of the hardest on the rotor, if not the hardest. Um, it's the longest on the rotor, seven thousand four hundred yards. So it's a monster of a golf course. And if that wind picks up, it is it is so challenging, isn't mm -hmm. it, Pierce? And yeah. I think it's going to test the players this week, big time. Well, you, you've you've had times when you know you almost want to you want to hit an iron off the tee. But you can't actually hit an iron off the tee because you won't be able to reach the fairway. So that's how tough the golf course is. So you have these very, very penal type fairways with lots of thick rough. And, and you know, you can't even reach some of the fairways. Some of the players can't. So exactly. It's, it's a good golf course. So it's narrow. Narrow. <laughs> it's long. Long. Uh, it's generally windy. Mm -hmm. um, I think the, the, the difference this year maybe compared to previous years is, it's, look, it's really, really firm. It's really dry, obviously, in the UK here. It's been extremely dry, not much rain. So with it being firm and fast and not playing as long, it's going to be interesting to see what type of player really will come out on top pierce mm. and whether it's going to help the short, the short hitters mm -hmm. or whether it's going to give an advantage to the longer hitters. Yeah. So let's look at the past winners. In 1931, Pierce, Tommy yeah. Armour won it. Yep, decent in, player. Not bad, <laughs> not bad. In 1937, Sir Henry Cotton. Mm -hmm. 1953, this guy was pretty good, Ben Hogan. Yeah. Uh, in 1968, Gary Player. Wow. 75, Tom Watson. And then we have in 99 and 2007, we had Paul Laurie and um, Padre Harrington. So when you look at the list of those names, Pierce, the, you know, look, golf legends there, aren't there? Unbelievable. You, you know, absolute golf legends. And do you think, I'm going to ask you this question there, do you think a legend of the game is going to win 
this this week, or do you think we could create a legend of the game this week? Yeah, do you know what I think? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so we talk about the legends that we have at the moment who are existing players, and you're obviously talking people like Tiger Woods. We're talking Phil Mickelson, guys like that. Can those guys win? You know what? Phil's form would probably say mm, there's a not that much of a chance because he's just missed the cut in the, yeah. in the Scottish Open. Um, but it was a different kind of golf course. Uh, Tiger, I don't know. I don't think he's ever played this golf course that well. So maybe maybe they can, but I'm going to say no because I've got... Well, so the, the guy I'm going to pick he actually probably will be recognised as a bit of a legend, especially for the country that he's from. But yeah, I, I don't know on that. I think I think it's, it's, it's quite unpredictable, isn't it, the golf course? It is, yeah. I mean, talking about some of the younger guys who are coming through, let's look at Spieth. Mm-hmm. Has Spieth actually played this golf course before this week? Um, that is a great question, but I don't think, no, he, he, he couldn't won't have, have, he wouldn't have been playing, no, no, he couldn't have, no. He so this is going to be his, his first experience yeah. at this golf course, um, yeah. and obviously some of the other players are going to play it a lot. Will experience around this golf course, do you think that's going to help, or do you think, you know, people like Spieth, who obviously managed his way, you know, around the golf course last year at Birkdale yeah. incredibly well, yeah. do you think he's just going to go there? Um, with an advantage, or do you think experience is an advantage around this golf course? Do you know what I, I think? The, the experience is is good if it's a good experience. You know, I mean, it, if if you've played well round there, then great. But if you play bad round there, then that doesn't necessarily mean if you played there ten times and played ten times badly, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to play well. So I think the one little thing that Spieth has, and I think it's pretty much known on tour that his caddy is probably one of the best at getting the, the good prep and strategy in for him that yeah. week. He works tirelessly on that as he gets to the events. But I think it's, you've got to look at it, I think, maybe along the lines of, because it is quite unique, the, the Carnoustie as a venue, because although it's obviously on the open rotor, it's played every year on the European Tour. Yeah. So the, the, obviously the guys who play, um, I think it's always generally in October, isn't it, when they play the Dunhill, or is it still called the Dunhill? I think it mm-hmm. is, isn't it? Um, when they obviously play Carnoustie, Kings Barnes and St Andrews, they get to play that golf course. They only play it once, yeah. but they do get to play that golf course. So maybe it goes towards a European Tour member. Mm, potentially, knows? potentially. So, but yeah, we were talking about this the other day. So a lot of the younger guys won't have played this golf course. So yeah. you know, it'd be interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah, just in people like John Rahm and people like that. Exactly, as well, yeah, exactly. You'd think John Rahm straight away he goes into the mix of being a, uh, you know, a challenger, but hasn't played the golf course before. Yeah, I mean, when we were up there a few weeks ago, and this was, I mean, a few weeks ago, it's a lot drier now than it was a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It was extremely firm. The fairways were, were very bare. There was no grass. Well, I'm not saying no grass, but they were so tight, weren't they? Yeah, Especially yeah. around the greens. Mm-hmm. I remember playing a, a pitch shot over a bunker that was just, it was like this table here. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was so hard. So it's going to present a lot of different challenges from, obviously, hitting some irons off the tee. The guys are going to need to avoid the bunkers. Yeah. Um, if you can av- avoid the bunkers around there, then that's going to be key. And I think... You, when you look at the score, let, if you look at Paul Laurie's score when he won um, in 99, he won at six over par. Mm-hmm. So that year must have been incredibly tough in terms of conditions with wind. He was. Um, so I think with, with, when there's an open course like this, it's not necessarily the guy who's going to go out there and make the most birdies. It's the guy who's going to have a real good strategy and avoid the silly mistakes, h- hitting it in a fairway bunker yeah. when it's really about just choosing the right club to, to take these out of play. And I think... For the guy who is has got this perfect plan, it's going to minimise his bogeys. And I think yeah. if he can minimise the bogeys or the double bogeys, then the guy who makes the least mistakes, I think, is yeah. is, is going to be in a good spot. And, and you know what? We yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And look, the, the obviously the firm fairways makes the golf course shorter, but it brings fairway bunkers into 
into trouble more, yes, you know, exactly. into, into range more. And it also brings in, if, you know, if you've got dog leg holes as well, you, know, you can run out of fairway a lot easier. So of course you get the added advantage of the extra length, but actually what is that doing? Because the golf ball then becomes out of control when it well, hits the ground. Cool, yeah. So this is where, you hate to say it almost, but, but luck will possibly have a little bit of a role to play when it comes to this. I mean, we talk about luck in a very, you know, we don't really believe in it that much, but obviously it does exist. And the bounces that they're getting on the golf course could be the difference between winning and losing because the, the bunkers can be quite severe. It's interesting though, the rough, we were obviously we were speaking to the guys at Carnoustie and they were saying, look, we need some rain to actually thicken up this rough and juice it up a little bit. Yeah. And they were, they were putting some steps in there to try and you know make it a little bit stronger, thicker. But with the, the lack of rain that we'd had, I think when we'd been there, that was in May we went filming, they hadn't had rain for three or four weeks. Yeah. And you know, whilst I was getting rain in Bermuda, you were <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, was, it was beautiful here as well, wasn't it? So yeah. the you know, we'll come to our predictions on score in a minute, but I, th I do think the scores will be lower this year yeah. than they have been. And in 2007, uh, Harrington won at seven under par. Yeah. Um, obviously, conditions were a little bit easier than when Laurie won. Um, but what, what an event that was with Harrington when, when oh, they won. No. I mean, and this is the thing about the golf course. You know, the drama that you've got on those holes. I mean, 16 is a tough par three, obviously 17, but then 18. And the thing is, you can see what's going on. You can walk yeah. around. And was, what was it, Garcia and Harrington, they crossed each yeah. other. On the on, on when Garcia was playing seventeen and he was playing eighteen, yeah. And Garcia, you know, I don't know exactly. Maybe a quite a little bit of a, a, a look at Harrington to just almost didn't say anything. Obviously, but Harrington had just hit it in the water. And it's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but but obviously the, the the way that Harrington pulled himself together then, obviously because of hitting two shots in the water on the last hole, and then still making the playoff. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good, and it was a shame for Garcia obviously missing that putt. But it was. Uh, um, you know, he's now a major champion, so I'm sure he's a lot Yeah, he's now. okay. He's okay. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> probably taken him 10 years to get over that. Okay, well, let's talk about the, the type of player then, Pierce, who we think is going to win. What is what what is the player, or what are the, the skills and the attributes that he's going to need to win this guy? Yeah, look, we look well. So we've, we've, been, we've obviously noted a few things down. We've actually mentioned a few of them already, but strategy, you know, we've got amazing strategy written down here. You, you, you've got to be so good with it. You know, they've got to take every eventuality into it. And I know what these players do. They're very good. Um, I remember seeing, I think it was Jason Day at, was it Troon when we were on the range with him and we saw his, his, his caddy book and he was talking about how the, the looking at, they were getting wind forecasts and what clubbing they may need depending on it. And yeah. they'd worked out pretty much the clubbing on every hole in different wind eventualities. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's so, this is the level that these guys go to. And you, and you look at it sometimes, you think, well, does this all add to slow play and things like that? But you know, possibly. But these guys, are, you know, they're paying for a lot of money and they're obviously a lot of prestige. They want to get it right. So, yeah, amazing strategy. They need that. Patience. Again. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely need some of that this week. Jeez. I mean, you know, the, the, if, if the, the golf course, as we said, if they get in these bad bounces and things like that and they're ending in bunkers when they've pitched their ball in the middle of the fair and then the next thing they get down to the golf ball and it's 30 yards right of that in a bunker, you know, they've got to be able to control their state of mind. They've yeah. got to be patient when they're out there. Yeah, and I think with, with this, the Open Championship, you're going to have bogeys, you're potentially going to have a double bogey, but I think you, what, you, what the players are going to have to do with that, and the best players do this, is they, they understand that these, these things are going to happen, yeah. so they don't let that affect their next <laughs> shot. In an ideal world. And, <laughs> yeah, some of them do, and they, and they don't then try and chase it back. So, yeah. you, you know, if you make a bogey or a double, you just got to sort of take it on the chin and say, okay, well, that's look, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. That's not, it's not the end of the world because a lot of the players are going to be doing that. They're going to be having some scores like that. 
but you've got to stick to your strategy, be patient, keep playing your game, and and not start chasing. As soon as you start losing shots, if you start mm. chasing them and you change your strategy, then then you can spiral out of control and start making it worse. And I think that's a good sort of tip for the guys at home. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, Pierce, we see it, they make a double or a triple, and it's mm. like, oh, I need to get a birdie now. I need to get back on track instead of just being patient, sticking with the process, and and just playing their way around the golf course. And I certainly think the person who wins this week will be able to do that the best mm. because they will have a bogey. They potentially will have a double. Um, but as we know, that their golf course is going to throw all sorts of challenges at them. I really hope the wind picks up, yeah. Because I don't want it to look. I don't want it to be easy. I mm. want them to have a little bit of challenge and mm. and make them play some true link shots where they may have to keep it under the wind and hit hit seven iron from ninety yards or whatever it is. And that's you. You, you want to see that? Yeah, because that's course, what the yeah. Open is all about, isn't it? Yeah, it's a different test for them. So what you're saying is there's going to be a zen-like figure just floating up the 18th fairway. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> or getting blown down the fairway by the wind. And, and look, interesting you talk about wind there and, and obviously shot making is, is another thing they're going to need, the workability, you know, low, high shots. Um, you know, you're looking at certain holes, we'll think of the sixth, par five, Hogan's Alley. You know, they've got their best line of hitting it. The, the tee shot is down the left-hand side and that gives them then the access to the green but then it depends where the flag is. Yeah. So if you have the flag on the front left and the wind is probably going to be off the left, they're going to be able to have, they're going to have to draw it against that yeah. flag, against the wind, sorry, to get that flag. The next day the wind could be exactly the same, but the flag could be back right, and they may even be playing a little bit of a fade off that and getting it running up the the, the approach through the diagonal shaped green. So, you know, they're going to have to be, as I say, from one day to the next, playing different shots on the same hole, yeah. depending on ping locations, depending on wind. So they've got to be able to have control of that ball flies. And that's what, you know, obviously we teach a, a young lad on the European tour called Aaron Wright, who had a good finish yesterday, finished ninth in the Scottish Open, just missed out in qualifying for the Open. But he's brilliant at that. And that's why yeah. it's a shame he's not there, because he has got a lot of control over his golf ball. He's leading the stats in fairways hit this year. He would have been perfect for this. In fact, he had a one, wouldn't he? Well, I think so. He'd have a good chance anyway. He'd have a good chance. Yeah. And, and again, going to a few of the things out there, obviously, you know, the imagination and the creativity goes into that as well. You know, can they see these shots and feel these shots that they're meant to be playing? But I think, you know, we have said experience. I think there's an experience, whether it's an experience of the golf course or it's just an experience of being at the top in this pressure situation because there's going to be a lot of pressure on them, obviously, because it's a major championship, the Open Championship. But when they're under pressure on a tough golf course, can they keep it together? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fire something else at you in a moment, Pierce. just made me think something there. And if the weather stays how it is, so if the weather's calm, dry, yeah. and it's just like, let's say it was a Scottish Open. I mean, the Scottish Open wasn't too bad. It was maybe had a little bit of breeze. Scoring's good. But if it stays pretty fair, do you think um, it's going to be a different winner compared to if the if it is windy around there. So do, do you know what I mean? Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So so if it's if if it's tough, will it be a different style of player or a different winner? Yeah. Um So I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask you in a minute. We're gonna talk about our predictions. Mm. I'm gonna ask you for a a winner if okay. it's if it's calm conditions and yeah. then another winner if it, if if actually if the conditions go a little bit tricky. We'll go to that in a moment. Okay. Time to think then. Yeah, I'll give you a bit of time to think about this. <laughs> so yeah, look, there's a few things obviously the players are going to need. Amazing strategy, patience, workability. I think experience in being, um, in winning. I think that's a, a massive thing. Um, just being in the hunt on the last day with all the pressure of winning the Open. It's, it's just a huge thing. So I think experience will definitely play yeah, a big role in that. For sure. Um, and the creativity around the greens as well. I think that's going to be key. You know, the high, high shots, low shots, bunker shots. The short game needs to be just 
incredible because there will be a lot of misgreens. So I think that person has to have an incredible short game and versatility in playing those shots. So let's let's go to our predictions then, Pierce. Winners. So let's go with calm conditions as it is now. Who's your so winner? So I put a lot this? of thought into the person I think is going to win this. Now, when you're going to make me now change that person because of the tough conditions, I don't think that's fair at all because it sounds bad on him. So anyway, the, the guy I think will come to that in a moment. So the guy who I think is going to win is Justin Rose. Um, he's been in good form now for about a year. Uh, his, his putting looks solid. He had a, a, a decent tournament last week. And it's almost one of those ones where he's like, well, it, you don't want to... You almost probably didn't... Of course, winning is a good thing, a good habit to get into. But sometimes it takes a lot of emotional yeah. strain on you as well as physical strain on you being in the hunt. He was a little bit under the radar, but he was still, I think, top 10 or top top ninth, tied ninth, same as Aaron. Yeah. So, you know, he's very much... He was very much in the hunt, but perhaps not busting on all cylinders to make sure that you won the event. I mean, just looking at his scores here, Pierce, I mean, he had a very steady tournament, 67, 66, 67, 67. Mm -hmm. So he's he's close, isn't he? He's close. He's on form. He's, he's shooting the scores. Are you sure those scores are right? They can't be right, can they? He, should, he would have won with that, I would have thought. No, 66, 13 under. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah so I mean, you think about what uh, Brandon Stoney had, 70, 64, 66, and 60. Mm. So, um, yeah, he's only past 70, by the way. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, so I mean, Justin Rose, definitely. I, think, I mean, he's... His strategy is good. He's got, he has got the creativity and he's got yep. the he's got the workability to do these things. So he's he's, he's your guy. He's, he's, yeah, and, and again, his his iron play is just superb. And he's not wayward off the tee. He's pretty long, and he's, yeah. and he, he will have a, and obviously all aspects of his game are really good. But his iron play in particular, I think, is really good. And he and he likes the opens. He's been doing pretty well on them. So yeah. he's my calm, calm conditions player. player. Okay, but I still think he could do well if it was very windy. Yes. So now you're going to ask me who is that. Um, I would say then, oh dear. But I think when it gets really tough and windy, there's going to obviously be more greens missed. So you're still going to need someone who's a good driver, yeah. who's, pretty, who's pretty accurate, pretty long, has control of the golf ball and has good creativity around the greens. John Rahm. Ooh, that's a good one. He's just he, yeah, Spanish guy. Yeah. yeah he, he just, he, He's just good, isn't he? He's got guts as well. Yes. He He's got guts. He'll be fine. The, 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 there's a there's a question mark maybe over temperament. I, I don't buy into it yet. I don't I don't see him having lost tournaments because of a bad temperament. I've seen him get, you know, bad tempered on the golf course. Yeah. But I haven't really seen a lot of evidence to suggest that actually is what's causing him to lose tournaments yeah. when he doesn't win them. It's hard to know though, isn't it? It's hard to know how he feels and if if he's thinking about stuff past Three holes ago. You, you, you don't get, know, do you? With, with this, with, you know, with this Hispanic and Latin flair, you know, you see all these, you know, histrionics of a bad putt missed, and then it's like ten seconds later, it's like, oh, did I miss it? I can't even remember. You know, that that's it's a it's a it's a culture thing almost in a way. So yeah, John Rahm. John Rahm. Okay, so you got John Rahm, Justin Rose, John Rahm. Um, your score. Oh, score prediction. Uh, I'm gonna go Justin Rose score. <laughs> Okay. And then John Rahm's got okay. we'll yeah, right. oh, well, This is really he's throwing all sorts of spanners in the work here. Right, nine under par. Nine under for So for Rose, nine yeah. under is going to win it, um, which will probably be a record round there. I, I just think that because it, it's not going to play, even if the wind gets up, it's just the rough isn't as thick as it has been. Yeah. And the forecast is to suggest that it's not going to be that bad. Okay. So winning score for for Rahm. I'm going to go like five under still if it gets yeah, tough. I think that's better. I think it's going to be definitely under par anyway. I think so. Mm. Come on, then who's your winner? Okay, Farm my conditions. winner. I'm going with Ricky Fowler. Mm. I'm going to go with Ricky Fowler. He, you know, he, he, I, 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 I seen a quote the other day. He said he absolutely loves playing Lynx golf. 
Um, he finished sixth, sixth at the Scottish Open this week. Um, you know, he's up, he was up there. He didn't really have his last two rounds were not as good. He shot six under first round, four under second round, and then a couple of two unders. So he, he's again, he's close. He's on form. Uh, we saw him at the um, at Aaron Hills last year, U.S. Open. He finished fifth in that, and that was a very link style golf course. So he's a guy who I just think he's long as well. He's yeah, he's long. He's knocking under. He's a fantastic putter. He's got. He's just got all the shots, and I think you know he's due a major win. And I think uh, I think this time I've got a feeling that he uh, he's going to be knocking on the door. Certainly. I think it'd be great for the game if he could if he could win it. I think it'd be great for the game if he could win it because you know yeah. he's, he's, he's you know he, he seems like one of the nicest guys out on tour as well. So yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. And, and let's let's go in with his score. Score. I'm going to say ten under. I'm going to go double figures. So I think mm. I think they will. I, I think as again we've mentioned it's going to be shorter. Even though it's long, you know we're going to see some. Huge drives. We're going to see them take make these par fours and fives look quite short for the guys who are hitting it really well. Yeah. Um, so I do think we're going to see more birdies, and if they are hitting it offline, we're going to see a few less bogeys and less less doubles in there because of that. So I'm going to say ten under for Ricky. Okay. Wind picks up. Bit of rain. I should have thought about this when I asked you. I hadn't really thought about this. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say John Ron, but I'm not going to pick the same as you because I don't think that's fair. So Definitely I'm not. going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. Mm. I'm going to go with DJ. Because um, I just think, if, again, as somebody who's on his game, short game's incredible. If he's on his game, I think that he could take this course apart. Yep. And if he's got wedge to a lot of these shots, a lot of these holes, if he's on his game, I just think he's, gonna, he's a hard one to beat. He, you know what? He is he's so impressive when he's on form. You know, he's probably the, one of the best ones to watch. Um, he is obviously a tremendous player. He's had a few bad weekends. That I'm sure he'll yeah. want to get rid of. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and if he were to only win one major championship, it wouldn't seem right, would it? So I think no. the fact that you know he's still in this spell of being one of the best golfers, if not the best golfer in the world, that yeah, he should be. Uh, yeah. And he knows what it's like to win it, to win a major now. So I think he's got sort of got that off his back. Mm. Uh, I mean, if his game's good, then he's he's not afraid to win and he can get the job done. So he's my he's my guy. If it's windy, and I'm going to say with him. I'm going to say seven under par. Seven under par, I even think, if it gets windy. Even if it's windy, I think he's going to still... We've got to define tough, I think, in how you've got you yeah. come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we finish... Yes. We haven't really mentioned him too much. Let's talk a little bit about Tiger, because Tiger's obviously, you know, he's back, he's playing. He's gone a little quiet, mm. um, which is sort of nice, because you, you're, you're sort of not expecting him to go out there and just destroy everybody and, and win. So I think he's, you know, he's going to be up for this, isn't he? He's, he's had a... His last tournament, I think he finished top five, I think. I yep. think he may have finished fourth. So he's, he's on form. Um, so, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on him? How do you think he's going to have it? What do you th- sort of th- week do you think he's going to have? Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it earlier regarding, you know, legends who are in this event who could win. And I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very excited when I watch tournaments with Tiger, obviously. And I'm very excited about what he's done this year. I think it's been fantastic. I don't know on this one. I don't think he's really played Carnoustie that well. Um, he's never, in my recollections, been up there and had a chance to win. But obviously, there's only there's only twice he could have won it. In '99, obviously, he was at his, his peak. Um, and actually, in 2007, he didn't play. So no. he's at, he's, he didn't actually play then, did he? He was uh, he was injured. So, I mean, look, he's he's. We talk about it a lot now. He, look, his, his game has is been a lot better than we thought it would be this year. So of course he has a chance. I suppose the one thing you'd like to tighten up a little bit is his putting. But the good thing is with a Lynx golf course, Carnoustie, the greens are not going to be super fast because they just can't make them super fast. So with that, 
as, as, as a case in point, maybe the putting could actually be uh, a little bit easier for him. Around. Yeah, and he's certainly got his irons under control, which is great. You know, he's, mm. uh, he's, he's obviously driving is generally a little bit wayward, but I think from the last couple of times I've seen Tiger, his, his iron play has been incredible. His short games look really good again. He's changed his putter now, Pierce. He's got yeah. obviously a new putter. Yeah, he has, yeah. Which he putted well with, actually, last mm. time I saw him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd say he's going to win. There you go. <laughs> we'll change that mind changing. Away. 15 under. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great, though? Wouldn't that be it would be. Yeah, yeah look, be, I think he will win a major. I do think he'll win one. I'm not sure whether it's this one. Yeah, well, so, you know, we'll see. And uh, it's just going to be exciting to see. It's always great to see Tiger playing in an Open Championship. And yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he gets on, really. Mm, very good. Yes. Okay. So look, I mean, look. Let's. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. It's been. Uh, you know, we're we're probably not going to be there this week, Andy. Which I'm actually a little bit sad on. We've got so yeah. much on. Um, we definitely would have been there if Aaron had been there. We have got so much on because next week um, we're launching our Break Ninety coaching plan. So it's hopefully going to be going live next Monday. I'm saying hopefully. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, we're super excited about it because it's it's taken a lot of effort from ourselves. You know, getting this coaching plan, which is very similar to Break 100, obviously, but now it's Breaking 90. So it's myself and Andy guiding you through a detailed plan on how you need to break 90. Talking about your golf swing, short game, strategy on golf holes, uh, you know, all the good stuff that you need to improve your game. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we are going to miss the Open Picks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching it on TV. That's the, I'm definitely going to watch always Every which is always good. Shot on Sunday, no problem at all. Right, we need a quote, don't we, Mr. Proudman? We do need a quote, and who better to have a quote from? We've already um, mentioned him. We've already mentioned him. Ben Hogan, obviously won in 1953 mm -hmm. at Carnoustie. Um, and his quote, I think, let me just find it, here it is. Okay. The most, and this is, a, this, they're definitely relevant for this, uh, for this week. The most important shot in golf is the next one. And uh, as we mentioned, very important for this week. The guys who are having a bad hole um, or bad shot, they, they've got to deal with it, move on and stay patient and continue to focus on exactly what they've got in, in, you know, in front of them really. And I think that's something that, that certainly is relevant to every single one of you guys who are listening to this. If you can deal with the, the shots that you hit, forget about it, move on and focus on the next one, then you are going to be a better golfer. It is probably the hardest thing to do in golf. Though. It is very hard. Isn't it? <laughs> it's exceptionally hard. So hope you enjoyed the podcast, guys. Um, if you are listening to this, then take a screenshot and um, tag us in on Instagram with who you think the winner is going to be as well. If you can do that, we'll take a look and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to get your thoughts, guys. And also, look, if you enjoy this as well, we want to see if we can reach as many golfers as we can, then please go over to iTunes, leave us a review um, and just let us know the thoughts of uh, how we can improve this and actually who would you like us to get on the podcast. It'd be interesting to get your thoughts. So. Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Now, if you want to have myself and Pierce as your very own online golf coaches, then we've created meandmygolf.com, this amazing platform where you can go and learn from our coaching videos, as well as a fantastic new section, the coaching plans, where we guide you through week by week training to help you with your golf. And you can do this, go and sign over there for free, have a look at it. We know you're gonna like it and be a part of this fantastic community.